I officially announced the freaking podcast, Sarah. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about it. That to me is a huge red flag. Uh, sometimes you are the toxic relationship in your own life. And- Someone who lies right off the bat. Hello and welcome back to the Quarter Life Crisis Podcast, QLC. I'm your hostess, Jahad Mamalchi, a 20-year-old medical student trying to keep her life together in the middle of a pandemic. Join me and my guests as we openly discuss the reality that our schools never teach us. So that's from feeling behind in life, lost, burnout, overthinking, and so much more. So grab a snack if you want, go on a drive, whatever you need to do to stop stressing for a second and just enjoy the episode. Welcome to QLC with me. All right, guys, welcome to episode three of QLC. Let's just deep dive into it because I'm too excited today. I'm honored to introduce you guys to Sarah Ballin, a 19-year-old journalism student at Toronto's Ryerson University. She's one of my few best friends out of high school because of her honesty, mindset, unique outlook on life, and of course, her contagious laugh. And I'm sure you're going to hear it throughout that podcast. And if all that isn't enough to get you guys to fall in love with her, um, in 2021, Sarah will be killing it on social media through her personal blog slash Instagram page. That's at Fashionable Foodie. That's foodie at the end with three E's. So Sarah is interested in the culture behind food and cuisine, fashion, and letting the world in on the beautiful, positive lifestyle she abides by. So without further ado, Sarah, my love, welcome officially to QLC with me. (laughs) Oh my gosh, hi. It's a long time coming. I am so excited to be here. I know, seriously, you gassed me up way too much in that intro, but it's fine. I'm glad you said that because I always like to ask the guests so far, just in case I've completely butchered that intro. Um, How was that? Beautiful. I feel like I'm walking in the water now. I'm like, wow. (laughs) Good to know. Good to know. I do think I want to give a trigger warning right off the bat. We are, as you guys can see, based off the title of the episode, going to talk about toxic relationships and touch on some of our personal experiences. Just in case we mention anything extreme related to abusive relationships, anything of that sort, I don't want to remind anyone of those horrible times in their lives without giving a warning first. So with that out of the way, I hope you enjoyed um, everything I've dropped so far. So me and Sarah were just talking about it right before we started recording about how I officially announced the freaking podcast, Sarah. Oh, oh, today was the launch day. I know. And Sarah, out of all people, Sarah, okay, let's go back to 2020, okay? Me and Sarah, (laughs) we're supposed to do this podcast, or not this podcast, but something together, like podcast. And just kept talking about it. We even met up in your backyard. We listed ideas. We had a I name know. down. We were going to patent that shit. Didn't work out. Oh, sorry. Can I, I swear? No, right? Um, the thing is, like, you can swear. I'm just, I'm trying not to because my dad's. But your dad is watching Baba Mamulti. Um, I don't swear. know if Baba Mamulti is going to be watching because I haven't uh, launched anything yet. And he hasn't really said anything to me. I've, I've told him, like, what a podcast is. But he's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't really know what's going on but but anyways I'm so excited I'm so happy for you I'm so excited for you you know it's it's weird because I was super nervous and excited nervous mostly high key not really low key at this point because um I'm very proud of my work and I'm very big perfection perfectionist but over the past couple of months I've stopped like 
being so proud of being a perfectionist. I kind of just want to put work out there that I know I'm proud of and not really focus on being perfectionist. But I'm glad Sarah is here to begin this journey with me because she's one of my favorite people and things in general out of high school and our entire town in general. And yeah, I hope the feeling is mutual, but (laughs) it is obviously stop. You know, I love you. No, no, I know. Trust me, but. I feel like every episode so far, Sarah, I've mentioned something about high school and I'm still, I'm starting to question if I'm still stuck in high school, but like, I know I'm not, I'm definitely not. I, all the time. I always you talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, our high school, and if you are listening or watching and you're, you are from our high school, um, mm-hmm. let's just say it was unique. I feel like not a lot of high schools were like that, obviously, not to bash anybody from there. There are some hella weird people in that high school. And seriously though like I'd wake up in the morning and did you guys ever go to high school in the morning and just look around you're just like what the hell is going on when you walk in the front door and everything's just laid out and you're like "Mm, interesting honestly I'm not gonna continue I hope everyone from that high school is having a great day today so (laughs) I hope they're doing well yeah of course Um, just had an interesting bunch of people like Uh, yeah I'm just saying it was interesting yeah what are you gonna do but after high school, Sarah, we completely went separate ways. Um, obviously, oh. we stayed friends, but I mean, everything else, um, very different. Path. We stayed in touch. Of course. And I personally went to medical school abroad right after high school and left home and all my friends. And without really telling a lot of people, obviously, I told Sarah. But now that I said that about myself, I feel like I want Sarah to help you guys get to know her. So before we get to, into our main topics... I want everyone to know just a little bit about you. So tell the people a little bit about your interesting journey from high school to, like I said, journalism as an undergrad. Um, So after high school, I actually was one of the few people who took a year off. Mm -hmm. Um, I worked for one whole school year. So everyone's first year of university or college. I mean, that mm-hmm. was great. I don't regret it at all. I think it was actually really helpful for me because I had no idea what my path was going to be. I wanted to learn a, a lot about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I really did. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a lawyer at one point, a writer. There was so many things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because I love English. So I felt like that was kind of where my path was going to go. And I love writing and I still do. And I have to do mm-hmm. it every day for my school. Um. So in my year off, I just did a lot of research into like different professions that had to do with like English or just a writing background and I came across journalism and I as soon as I saw it it was one of those like love at first sight I was like yes yeah. that's the one so I applied you, just I got know, you know when you know especially oh. with career things yeah yeah I saw it and I was like yes this is the one um because I also love being on camera and I love talking so all of those well kind welcome of to the podcast went together for me exactly right that's, yeah. I've been counting the days until I get to do this with you You're adorable. but yeah so I applied I got in obviously thank god uh, so I am finishing up my first year at Ryerson bachelor's of journalism and it's been really good so proud of you and you know it's crazy how we always think life will go one way mm-hmm. and then the most unexpected things happen and obviously that's such a cliche thing to say but when it's happening to us personally we don't we're in denial of it i mean the pandemic is one huge example of that and oh my gosh it's kind of put literally put i know everybody says this but it's put my life on pause for a long time and mm-hmm. i'm kind of unpausing myself by doing this podcast just kind of getting something started for myself and not feeling like 
shit, I realized <laughs> I experienced at least like a semester and not even a half of my first year before COVID hit. Whether or not it was a great semester, I'm not going to get into those details, but <laughs> how has your experience been so far with starting uni? Because Sarah, guys, took a year off and then she started university in the middle of the pandemic. What was that experience? Yeah, so definitely not what I was expecting. You know, mm-hmm. when you think about your first year at university, you want that frosh week. I wanted my orientation. Yeah. I wanted to be sucked into all these like mentors just like bursting with excitement and energized mm-hmm. none of that okay <laughs> I was in the heat of the pandemic first year was September and I was so confused of what's gonna happen basically orientation week was like it was a joke okay it was just mm-hmm. like kind of online seminars and things like that and it's not the same orientation online holy Ugh. orientation honestly my university was very different to the whole like Canadian like university crazy stuff mm-hmm. but at least at least I like saw people physically I cannot imagine like I can't it's the worst and you know me for people who don't know me I like to make a like face-to-face connection I love networking I love talking and it was the worst because I felt like there was like this like glass wall and I couldn't Mm -hmm. like get through right and that's kind of just how it's been all year honestly like I keep telling my family I'm like I don't even know what my classmates look like like people are telling me I know their names but when we're on a zoom call who turns I don't know I don't know most of mine and I went to school with them for a year so I don't know what's worse I don't know what's worth. Definitely that. Definitely that. Yeah. But hey, most but of the time we're no, traveling like it's back just so hard to me. know people. So names. that's an excuse that I like to use. Sorry, I cut you off. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Go on. And a uh, minor excuse, okay? You still mm. get to see them. Relax. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but yeah, it was hard. Like I know all these people's names and we're in groups and I have no idea what they look like because no one turns on their camera. Honestly, I feel like Easy. it's me most of the time because I just oh my God. I feel bad. I, feel I bad can for the definitely teachers. see you as the only person. Like, hey guys, let's get energized this morning. Like, oh my god, see that. when we go into breakout rooms, Sarah, everyone is man. dead silent. You know me. I'm like, so how's everyone doing? What are what's the plan? Like, no one talks and no one turns on their camera. And I feel bad for the profs. I'm like. They're literally talking to like the profs nothing. love you off though. You they, you definitely every do that class they point the out. Profs. Just, you know, just a tad. <laughs> I love I love when the teachers love me. Okay. So Yeah. But, but you know, I get those extensions. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like everybody wants that, to be honest. Even people that are like, oh, why are you so obsessed with making the teachers like you? You're just mad that like you don't you know how wish. to do it. And I can. But it's <laughs> it's funny and everything of course like we're talking about it now that you've been through it but it's so unfair in a way that not only the pandemic is happening to all of us around the world but not to get so deep but also young people starting to finally make something out of themselves like we've been waiting so long to just go out there type of thing and we have to adapt and get accustomed to these changes post high school anyways and then with the uh, pandemic it's been a hundred times harder so much harder maybe just for me i don't know some people people don't talk about it this is the whole point of this podcast we never talk about it we kind of just go like oh how's your life how are you oh i'm good ha 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 we don't really no one's good no one's no good one is, whoever says no one is good. good exactly liars exactly and there's there would be no so many good. memories that we could be making right now that are replaced with this like zoom is one pre- I mean, thank you. Thank you to the makers of Zoom because my podcast can run, but still, you know what I mean, you know? Yeah, of course. No, 
Sarah, I've been going to bed at 1230. I'm like knocked out. I'm so exhausted. Bro. You know how many excuses I make not to go out? Someone's like, yo, you want to go get coffee? I'm like, oh, my mom is uh, scared. I'm not allowed to leave the house. I I, I, can't I don't know make how to an excuse anymore. There's no excuse. What are you doing? Like, it's a pandemic. <laughs> You're like, Obviously, I'm just saying no. At this point, I've just started saying I'm just not feeling it straight up. Just not feeling like going out. And people actually understand a lot more than you think now because they're going through the same thing. Honestly, I believe that. I think that should be, we need to, society needs to start transitioning into literally being, yeah, like we need to normalize, like, I don't want to go, like, you can't be offended if someone doesn't want to come or if they're like, if people are genuinely scared, I know a lot of people who are, who are genuinely scared of COVID. I mean, we're all scared, but Mm. people are more scared than others with some things. Um, even when restrictions are lifted and they're almost embarrassed to like tell people like they don't want to be like, oh, I'm scared. And it's like, just why? You just say it. We're in a pandemic. It's people a need to be understanding. Good, like, it's it's not even an excuse, but it's a pretty good excuse. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, guys, it's an explanation. There's nothing even to do, but I found so much joy in doing nothing. Like I work out, oh. I study and I work out in my room on my carpet mm-hmm. right in front of me because mm-hmm. guess what? The gyms are closed. And I see my friends, as we said, every now and then, if not now. And then uh, that's pretty much it. It's it's nice because I've developed a much deeper appreciation for how important is it, it is to be independent, which is yeah. one of Sarah's favorite um, personality traits. Yeah, we love to but be not our, toxic. Speaking of toxic, we're going to get into it, but not, not toxic independence. It's the end- type of independence where you enjoy your own company, you're your own friend, you know, and you're just good with that. No, yeah, of course. You need to learn how to be on your own. I think that's such an important, um, like, quality in life. Like, yeah. of course, we like to share things with people and have people around us. That's like a normal human reaction. Um, but at the same time, like, it's so important to know how to do things for yourself yeah. and be able to take care of yourself because you're not always going to have someone to fall back on, right? Yeah, you and can't it's important so to have a support system mm-hmm. built on your own. Yeah, I get that. Mm-mm. And you know, as long as lonely as it sounds it that I like that. say I'm my own friend, but it's it's a weird concept, I know, but it's honestly so important and I know Sarah gets that when I say I'm on my my own friend, but you can't depend on anyone. People walk in, around, through and out of your life. Yeah, of course. You of course you want people around you and to share your life with. That's a beautiful thing about life and of course it's to be alone support ourselves and do things for ourselves rather than have people do those things for us you know yeah I personally can't be attached to someone that hard it it physically scares me because if they walk out you you should be good on your on your own it'll hurt at first because obviously you're human but life doesn't end because you got yourself at the end of the day and I I think I always thought I was this independent the type that we were talking about Mm mm-hmm but until you go through, it's a great transition, until you go through these toxic <laughs> relationships where you are attached to people and you can't live without them, that you realize you need to be attached to yourself that way, not some other person, because they can leave you. You're not going to leave yourself. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to drop the mic because you know drop what it. I mean? I'll I, catch it. And I'll drop it's it expensive, again. you know, but I'll, theoretically, I dropped it. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. But yeah, we spoke about uh, memories. The pandemic isn't letting us create. And Sarah, one of my greatest memories with you. 
What is it? Tell me. Sarah (laughs) makes me laugh so much. Like I'm trying to hold it in because I don't want people to listen to this and just be like, I can't. Sarah just makes me laugh. It's contagious, but okay. Greatest memory of of us is organizing our after prom. Stop. (laughs) I'm like, listen, listen, like I said, I know I'm laughing. I'm laughing over here. Okay. I don't want to get too into it. Like I said, but Sarah, of course, explain our after prom. No, explain our procedure for the after prom in just one sentence. What would you say? Organized chaos. Okay. Because done. What I was thinking, structured, disaster, but turns out well. (laughs) But turns out well. Yeah. You know, people are going to hear us and think what the hell they structured and organized an after prom party. That that wasn't fun. But hey, listen, it was just imagine the most structured and organized planning, but it actually turns out pretty well. And it wasn't that big of a disaster. Okay. It wasn't that big of a that We cleaned it up in like an hour the next morning. Everything should have gotten like... an award i feel like we we, but hey i hope so much i hope people had fun but we really enjoy we really just enjoy in general projects together or doing things together as a duo you know how some people say you can't live with your friend or stuff like that because your your friendship will break apart that doesn't apply for us i feel like we have such a good dynamic because when we need to have our own alone time or independent Mm -hmm. time we'll just be like okay bye like I'll be in my yeah. room. You can be in your room if we live yeah. together. Health- and then we'll reconvene. Healthy, yeah. healthy, healthy. And but I think know, that's why we work so well together when we plan things. 100%. It's because we're able to delegate and we almost have the same like mindset. We have this Never type of friendship. It. We grow and learn from each other. And that's so All important in a relationship. Time. Yes. If you are losing part of you or just staying stagnant as a person by being friends with someone or et cetera, if any because of any certain relationship, that's 100% not okay. You should be growing from the people in your life. This is not talked about enough. Like if your friend, no matter, like people might think it's not that deep, it's just a friendship. I don't care if you consider them truly like your close friend. I'm not saying like just people, you know, not everyone's going to make you grow or anything. But if you are at that level where you'll say like, oh, they're one of my good friends, you need to be growing from them. They should add rather than remove your out of things out of your life you know for sure people in your life need to be giving you some sort of benefit and not necessarily like I feel like when people think that they're like Mm. not something physical it's more like you they're teaching you something or they inspire you yeah exactly they're bringing some sort of emotional emotional and spiritual balance to your life rather than (laughs) emotional I I couldn't let it go I'm sorry Uh The pressure. I'm scared yeah, of the continue. camera. You were saying something great. I don't want to like um, block your. No, and instead they need you need to have that connection with someone rather than rather than them draining you. You know, and yeah. I <laughs> rather than that. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about it. Okay. Um, anyway, seriously though, it's it's hard to accept that or. Yeah. voice crack or notice it at all when you're going through it that brings us to today's main topic toxicity and how to get mm-hmm. very very far away from it i need like a 10 foot pole if you're gonna yeah. touch that thing all right super far not just yeah. six six what is it six feet two meters not six feet Mm-mm. very far um <laughs> how ready are you sarah 
so ready because honestly our every time i i say our generation i feel like i'm being so deep but honestly our generation is i feel like people are obsessed with being toxic and having toxic people in their life you go for the friend or boyfriend that offers you nothing because the one that is you're like this isn't toxic enough for me all the time i hear so many people crave that toxicity that drama that chaos people and they don't realize how much that affects all your future relationships or just your mindset in life like if you crave that type of like chaos or something if you want something that literally sucks the life out of you what does that say about yourself you know and when we talked about before being your own support system those people don't have that right yeah that's why i definitely thought we should start with talking about independence before we even get into how to even know or recognize what a healthy relationship looks like because if you don't have a healthy relationship with yourself you can't find that with someone else and honestly it's not cute it's not cute to crave toxicity because i've gone through it i'm not trying to say those people are um, less than me or less than me and you it's just no never honestly guys before we get into it let's just scream it together okay toxic people in your life is not cute not cute three two one toxic people in your life is what not not cute (laughs) seriously okay I feel like we just we're ready and I'm relaxed now we're gonna talk about not ignoring red flags as a whole generation because I'm just sick of hearing my girlfriends yeah. ignoring them okay mm-hmm. so Sarah in your opinion what do you think is the biggest red flag people should look out for in order to realize that something is toxic whether it's one or seven anything that pops into your head mm. Someone who lies right off the bat. Someone who lies for no reason. Oh you know God. those men, not men, not just men, whatever, women too. Not just men, everyone. Yeah. Those people men. who, no, let's good. say you're on a first date, okay, and they're telling like white lies and it's something that you maybe figure out the next day that wasn't true. Okay. And that to me is a huge red flag. If you're lying about something so small, who knows what's to come. So how, like, one big, one big giant theme of this year, 2021 for me, has been... Mm-hmm humbling yourself okay so if someone sitting opposite to you is not humble you know just get out overconfidence is usually an overcompensation for something which means they're trying to cover something up but if you have someone who's like oh like i want a nobel peace prize but it's not a big deal i didn't even i agree anything i'm like yes exactly even in friendship don't tell not just yeah yeah we're talking about we are talking about all sorts of relationships all relationships because this literally applies doesn't matter romantic not romantic Mm. platonic it doesn't matter but obviously it's easier said than done we can only say that because we've gone through those toxic relationships in our own variations of them Mm -hmm. where there's intentional and purposeful allowance of somebody into your life that's only going to bring you down and just or or just stick around and not really add anything we don't want either of those we don't need that and as stupid as it sounds you gotta love yourself and to see that something is toxic you gotta love yourself first because if you don't then you're gonna be personally you're gonna be just perfectly comfortable with letting that that person linger and just rot your entire mental health away yeah and and another thing is like if you don't love yourself and if you don't 
have that sort of, if you don't have yourself to fall back on, you almost won't notice the red flags, right? Because yes. anyone who is not just giving you attention, but showing an interest will, mm. will, will spike your interest in them, right? No matter yeah. what's coming out of their mouth or how they're presenting themselves. You'll be like, mm. oh, this person is, is, is showing interest. You're like, okay, we need to attach. We need to yeah. be with them, you know? We don't want people in our lives that don't reflect our personalities and our mentalities. If they just don't belong, get them the hell out. Get them out of your yeah. life. ASAP. You know? Yeah, for sure. Just in case. And I'm not, and yeah, I feel like, Mm-hmm. I feel like people are going to think that we're saying that, like, we've got it all figured out. Absolutely not. Oh, 100% I not. am still learning to love myself and respect myself all the time. And it's just about kind of what I'm putting into my body and around, like, my environment. Like, recently, oh, my God, I don't know if you have realized the benefits of having plants in your room. But There's a plant I, right here. Hold, hold oh, God, I have up. I kind of haven't been you. watering it. Should I water it? I have my water right now. Okay, guys, water, water you your plants. Core Life Crisis Podcast Edition. Okay, I'm giving it. I'm my two minutes. Mine are succulents. Ooh, like, look at my little baby right here. She's so cute. You see my little cacti from IKEA that you know are not even. Uh, sorry, back to our topic. Having the plants yeah, yeah. in my room, I feel like it's like cleansing the air in it's here. It's nature. I swear. I love. That. I love mine. Yeah, cacti. Love my Cacti babies. are the key to getting out of toxic relationship. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> to give you they guys, okay, you. let's 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 do it this way. If people who are struggling right now with toxic relationships, I'm going to give you the opposite of a toxic relationship, a healthy one. So to give you an example, let's get a bit cheesy, okay? Me and Sarah, do but it. I've I know I've become more confident or accepted my extroverted side because of Sarah. Because Stop. I had it in me. I'm more introverted than you look by, by a lot. But I have it in me. I'm like right now, I'm like, extra, this is like me extroverted just because I know you personally. If I don't know you personally, you'll think like, oh, she's boring. Okay. And I'm perfectly fine with that. But she's like, I accept it. Yeah. Sarah is one of those people's people's people that you can do that with come out of your comfort zone because she allows you without any effort to just instantly kind of open up, relax a bit and not stress. And she gives great advice. And um, I suck at giving myself advice. And I feel like everybody doesn't take their own advice. That's why you, that's why I welcome healthy relationships. I'm not saying toxic relationships, you should cancel them and cancel all the relationships and just be independent and live by your, but in your own bubble. I'm saying accept and love other people the way you love yourself, you know? Oh my God, stop. You guessed me again way too much. I can't. This is what, dude, listen, this is my turn. This is why you're perfect for journalism. I always tell you this because you know how to say it how it is. Because despite all that, you are not a yes man. You are perfectly fine with telling me this is not your best work or this wasn't good. Fix this or, you know, you just listen to the facts and you can reflect on them. And that's why. I love that you said that. And I really appreciate that because like I said, one of my biggest red flags is lying, right? So I appreciate and respect honesty and respect honesty so I like to put that out there and I would never bring you down I wouldn't be like this sucks oh ever. yeah of course do I get to tell people why you're in my healthy sure. relationship um so <laughs> no ahead. but Sarah and I today are here to basically talk about let's just say people that are the complete opposite of what I said Sarah is just like okay sometimes uh, I know. I don't know why I'm doing this. Sometimes friendships just don't work out. And by forcing Oof. it to work out, you're making it toxic. It just Preach. I cute. know what that's Preach. like firsthand. 
me too firsthand and i'm pretty sure you know maybe people that are listening to this have you know gone through these toxic times with us it does that listen sometimes a person can be amazing and there's they are not a bad person but you two together become toxic to one another for sure and it's just good to take a step back and maybe take a break friendship relationship mother i don't know mm-hmm. you know to me in medical school everything works by rules and guidelines stuff like that and as big as of a nerd that makes me sound <laughs> i love that i always like to do some background research and digging on the topics that we're going to talk about because i want to bring forth like actual good conversations rather than just me and you speaking you know or me and the guest Ooh. speaking that's like my job. That's exactly. what I have to do as a journalist. You got to yeah, do. So I got to look good research. in front of you. You know, of course. Um, I watched this video by an amazing YouTuber that I think can navigate the next portion of our conversation. He talks about just real life shit, but in the most aesthetic and visually pleasing ways. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't say much. They're very short videos. His name is Nathaniel Drew. So he mm-hmm. has these three guidelines for toxicity in your life. And he calls them the guidelines to manage and prevent toxic relationships because sometimes you can't prevent them they're already happening let's manage them yeah mm-hmm. so there's three number one it is not your job to fix or change other people okay no comment listen i'm just gonna go I'm right not into number two because we're gonna get into it but number two okay. it is not your job to prove yourself or gain approval from other people number three you don't owe anybody anything Okay. So those three guidelines, when I listened to that, I was like, this is what I'm going to speak about on the podcast because he summed it up. That was, that yeah, I, I was going to say, that was great. Those are exactly, yeah. exactly what we needed to hear. Yeah. When you say them out loud, they're kind of like a bit like, okay, relax. If you're, you know what I mean? It can be extreme, yeah, yeah. but you just need to realize that they are true. And having people in your life does not equal happiness. Having more Ooh. people does not equal more happiness sometimes by thinking that we let people stay in our lives and linger around and stick around at the cost of our own happiness this mic has been dropped many times yeah multiple times thank you very much no but for sure i feel like yeah like i guess (laughs) of course i feel like yeah i guess if you say them out loud it sounds a little bit intense and aggressive but at the same time it's like don't take it as literally even though they are Mm. meant to be literal Mm -hmm. literal it's kind of like you take from it what you can and apply it to your life, right? What was the first rule again? I feel like I had something. It's to not say. your job to fix. I love this one to fix or change other people. So I feel like a lot of people have problems with that. You hear so many yeah. times that especially people, women, by the way, especially it's not women, even a stereotype. It's just no. Facts. It's kind of like um, maternal instincts. Instinct. That's totally something I hear from women, especially from my girlfriends, and not just in a romantic relationship, even in friendships, Any. where people are like, yeah. they change or they're, they're I've seen change. them, they're making improvements. They're telling they're me. They're not going to change. Are they showing you? It's about action and not, I am going to treat you better or I'm going to yeah. improve. It's, no matter how I saw good him treat me better. He treated yeah. me better or she yeah. treated me better. Like raise your expectations. Raise your expectations. when it comes to a personality rather than how the guy or the girl needs to look okay stop being so obsessed with the height and everything i'm not saying that's not important and 
it doesn't make you shallow for thinking for wanting someone that's a brunette okay yeah when that when like the physical takes over the emotional connection that's when Mm -hmm. I feel like those type of relationship need work or they just won't work out because you know physical attraction fades and you'll always be attracted to that person but it's more now how you emotionally connect with them and how Mm -hmm. they make you feel that makes you attracted to them right and I feel like that's so important because that's the long-term thing that will always be no matter what unless they completely change and I know the more you're speaking the more you're speaking I'm remembering when I had to cut some people that were toxic out of my life and first of all of course we all um, love that person etc but we all tend to stick to the toxicity because of that love you know sometimes the toxic mm-hmm. person in your life is your family member a colleague you can't just cut them out of your life and move on it's more messy and complicated than that and for has sure more, for sure more layers like mm-hmm. you know like an onion. Onion. yeah <laughs> yeah I think uh, someone in Friends says, peel the onion. Then Wait, that's, friends. oh, who says that? Why would you bring up Friends it's right like now? A, it's like an extra, extra person that comes for one episode. Yeah, oh, shit, okay. I, I need, need to, remember, to find but... out, okay? Uh, when I find uh, link the episode. But yeah, onion, it's more, it's complicated. Deeper. It's deeper, you know? And um, despite of all of that, despite of that love we have, we can start to normalize it. And that's something we don't want to normalize because- mm-hmm we can start to manipulate ourselves or they manipulate ourselves into thinking you don't need to value yourself as much as you need to love me. Well, I just thought of that on the spot. Like (laughs) you can't make people's happiness your priority. It's not, it's theirs. That is something that I am working on. That is a new year's resolution of mine. Okay. One I reflected upon myself, upon myself, (laughs) I realized that a lot of what I do for a certain person and they're a family member um, is kind of like, if they're happy, even if I'm miserable, that's okay. Or I will do whatever it takes to please that person, no matter what kind of toll it takes on me. And I feel like that was my toxic trait of myself. That is what I have been working towards this year or trying to. You know, I, I realize like this person for me is a big person in my life. But at the same time, it's like if it's going to make me miserable or ruin my mental health. It's not and worth it. I take it's never worth it. And I take my mental health very seriously, very, very seriously. That's good. So that's why I've been filling my room with plants and I've been trying to cleanse I ad- myself. I adore you honestly i adore you stop um, stop gassing me this podcast you're, you're just made you made me forget what i'm even like you made me forget what i'm even talking about and i have a rough script in front of me do you understand stop. <laughs> um anyways but that's because listen like we said we love to please people not we mean me and you me and you sarah everyone likes to please everyone that's sure. why instagram exists that's why everything in life exists really that's why we mm-hmm. work and we have jobs mm-hmm. obviously we mm-hmm. want to sustain ourselves but we want to put it out there you know and it's it's a normal healthy human thing but sometimes it's just because toxic relationships is basically everything that is normal but elevated literally to a very unhealthy level so you just need to dig deep and have mm-hmm. that self-respect because that's what it's come comes down to 
Yeah. And uh, it's hard to do that because if you're being manipulated by that person, you're going to start to feel stupid. I've definitely felt stupid for even voicing how I feel to that person or to myself. And you doubt how much they love you and you start doing things for that person just so you ensure that they you just you're afraid to say anything because they're setting those rules. And we don't want to lose that person if they have some sort of connection to us. And it's about realizing what that person does to us right and I feel like that's why it's really hard to break out of a toxic relationship because you're invested like you're in right and once you realize that you're gonna make excuses for them right all the time Mm -hmm. I do it you do it everyone does it like oh they didn't mean that or oh it's because they are tired that this happened or they're stressed at work or whatever right Mm -hmm. in school and it's like no if they treat you horribly it's on them right no matter what you're going through like of course people are going through things but you need to know, realize that this is another person in front of me. They deserve respect and dignity, right? And, oh, one thing I wanted to be, say about social media le- that you mentioned was yeah. how, yeah, we do try to please people all the time. And I feel like it's about people are scared of having that judgment on them. Oh, 100%. Because, I feel that because, way. That's why yeah, it we took are the, me two we, months to launch this friggin' podcast. And bro, my blog, I haven't even posted anything. And it's been out for how long, right? It's mm-hmm. just the well, you're fear going to- of rejection. I will. I will. It's the mm-hmm. fear of rejection and judgment, and that's normal because we also live in the generation of cancel culture. One false slip, one wrong thing. Yeah, we don't even realize everything. Everything that we do in our lives is to literally feel accepted or and feel like we belong to a certain group. You know? Yeah, for sure. Have you ever heard of the hierarchy of needs? Yeah, I think so. So there's like, a, like, it's like a pyramid. It's yeah. like the, a pyramid of things and each one has a layer. So one is like safety. So making sure you're healthy or safe. One is like uh, survival. So like eating, drinking, making sure, like it's a pyramid. And at the top, our most need as humans is self-actualization, yeah. a- which mm-hmm. means accepting yourself, respecting yourself. And that's so <laughs> true. When I, re- oh, my class blew my mind. I was like, that's so true. Like all we want in life is for someone to tell me like, I respect you. I accept you as you are. Yeah, That's of course. That's what everyone wants to hear, right? Like, you know what? Um, that is something I'm definitely working on. And the podcast is one huge step towards fixing that because um, I'm very confident of who I am as a person, my mindset and all that, all that's good stuff. But at the end of the yeah. day, um, I love to please people despite the fact that Same. I don't really think I care about people's opinions. Like if they don't agree with me, it's fine. But if they say something towards my work that I'm proud of mm-hmm. or um, the way that I do things, because I don't really care if you don't like my personality, but the second you don't like what I do, that's going to be a huge thing for me when I do become a doctor, because I'm going to have patients that won't like me. And I'm trying to work on that for the sake of those patients, too, you know? For sure. Yeah. yeah. And that's normal. Everyone has that, right? Like that reaction. Like if someone... Mm takes down what you're so proud of you're gonna now question like oh maybe I shouldn't be proud of this thing that I worked so hard on which you shouldn't right because like we said self-love you gotta love if you love it that's all that matters if you're proud of it that's all that matters I love that so moral of the story is um if they are not doing you good get them out of your life I don't if they don't don't know about you but I don't want to benefits I personally in my my home in my my area of living I don't want garbage. <laughs> Area of over. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know. I was thinking like home as in like a house, like, you know, yeah, so yeah, I was like, yeah. maybe someone lives in an apartment, you know, I don't want to, I don't know, just to make yeah, everyone your relate. space, in your space, <laughs> not your area of living. It makes sense. Okay, Not fine, fine, I was getting fine. into it. I had, I have an analogy, okay? Fine. So in my, where I live, okay, I don't want, stop, now I can't get into it. You're making- Go, go, I'm not even talking. I'm not even talking. <laughs> okay, I just can't look at you. Um. Okay, honestly, I don't want garbage to overfill. I can't even control myself. <laughs> What's normal? Hey. Okay. 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 Seriously, um, we don't want garbage to overfill in our house, right? Mm-hmm. So if I see it overfill to the point where the bag is physically just can't hold the garbage anymore, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You clean that up, right? So yeah. um, with this, you throw it away. Analogy, I'm trying to get at is. That bag, think of it as you and your mental health, okay? Your life. And that garbage is that toxic situation of a human and a person that you're letting linger and rot into your mental health. And it's every word they say to you that you know deep down isn't right, but you let it happen. It's every time you allow them to turn it into a habit to speak to you like that, to Mm -hmm. dump their trash Mm-hmm. into your bag you know so just mm-hmm. freaking whoa. take whoa take that trash out guys throw it out. Throw it out. not cute that was so deep <laughs> i'm gonna get that tattooed on my arm take that trash out you know in all seriousness let's just move on to something i want to discuss hmm. it is a part of, it's a part of the uh what i want to talk about so sarah and i both have had our fair share of toxic not just relationships but i mean like like just in general, toxic thoughts, maybe. And we are, ourselves can get into or go down this spiral or begin to be that toxic person in our own life. Oh, hella deep, I know. But it's true. So true, though. We all do it. <laughs> and uh, sometimes you are the toxic relationship in your own life and you do it in a much, much extreme way. But, you know, we're here, we are here to talk about that if you are still listening, which is great, you know. But, you know. I think that cycle stems from the fact that we love to please other people at the end of the day, as we said, and we want to be liked as human nature. We want to belong somewhere like a, what is it like a, what did they like want what did they belong to in the back in the day? Like a clan or a tribe? A club. A tribe. A club. A tribe. <laughs> I said club. But yeah. That's why FOMO exists, by the way. But yeah. 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 We just care about other people. And as you grow up, you realize how judgmental other people can be. And people start Mm -hmm. to mind less and less of their business and mind your business for some reason. That's a huge lesson that I learned, um, especially in the past, like, two two months, like, Uh, literally so recently. People love other people's business. It's their favorite thing in the world. Yeah. Sarah, do you think as we grow older, we begin to care more or less about how people think? Because as we said, we're growing to be more independent and da, 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 all that stuff we establish that as we get older but what's your opinion on that I'm like I'm interested I don't think it's like black and white like that mm-hmm. I think it's almost like a line graph that fluctuates because think about yourself in middle school like I didn't care about a who's what about anything I wore what I wanted to wear did my hair how I wanted to do it maybe grade eight I was more conscious of presenting myself in a certain way but I feel like as we grow older we kind of have certain like um checkpoints in our life where 
we realize that the way other people see us becomes important, right? Like think of mm-hmm. like now we're in our stage in our life where we need to we need to look presentable for a job interview. We we're trying to get yeah. our lives together. We get insecure. To get so you know, the more we grow exactly. up, exactly. So it's kind of like we have to care what other people think, right? You yeah. have to kind of portray yourself in a way that's going to please the person who's going to hire you. Or now people are not our age, but in the next few years, people are going to start wanting to find their life partner for marriage and oh not God. even just that. Oh you know gosh. what I mean? Like. People are yeah. going to be more conscious, you but I feel like nervous because I. Then I feel like gone. the more older we get, we will stop caring. Like my mom doesn't yeah. care about anything. It's Not up anything, and down. What you're saying, yeah, exactly. It starts I think down, it's up, and, up down. and then down. Yeah, I think it starts down because we or anyone that's into graphs, math, finance, because I'm not, you know, all that stuff. Ew, I'm not into it's graphs. Like this. I just know <laughs> this is what we're trying to get at. It's the end of our life, though, it's down. We don't care. Yeah, I, yeah. I think definitely because we go through our, so much caring in the yeah. in the middle that we're yeah. tired. You know, yeah. it's so much effort though. So much effort to care, and not everybody, caring. not everybody is worth our time and effort. I'm gonna tell you that. Yeah. So you start to do certain things to make somebody see, like, to make sure nobody sees you as... Um, no as one wants p- to be vulnerable in front of another person they don't know, right? Ever, ever. Even people yeah. they do know, it takes so long for people to come out of their shells. So I think that's also a big part of it, right? People are scared to open up. And when something requires yeah, it... of course. Some people go through hesitation. bullying, trauma, the literal de- depression, you know, and people can be yeah. nasty and uh, we just care too much. And despite the popular opinion, I don't think it's just because of social media. I think even before social media, as humans, sure. we care about what people think. Yeah. It's about reputation and how people perceive us. And I, I always say this, even in my intro video that I just posted, I said, we allow others to speak their fears into our dreams. Oh. And we hold ourselves back in fear of looking stupid. But speaking of social media, Mm -hmm. uh, you know when people um, repost those motivational or deep things on their stories? um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw one a couple of days and it was a tweet by this entrepreneur. And so his his at is at the Gilead or Gilead Hanina. And uh, the post said... Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what to go with it. Like I know Hanina <laughs> that's the Hanina? only way. I was scared, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The post said, "The person you will be in five years depends largely on the books you read, the people you spend time with, the food you eat, the habits you adopt, and the conversations you engage in today." Facts. Yeah. So yeah, you need to all of us, not just you, like mm-hmm. you, the listener. Stop developing this detailed five-year plan on what job you're going to have only, who you're going to marry, when you're going to be married and have kids. Make a five-year plan on what you want your mentality to look like, what you want your mental health to look like. Make sure your qualities are what you want them to be. You're growing. You're benefiting from people in your life because um, you got to be maturing and you got to realize for sure. You got to realize that what's there? Toxic people in your life is what? Not cute. Not cute. Not cute. Well, it's important to set life goals, but it's more important to set personal goals, right? Oh, and yeah, definitely. I, so I totally and I know that you're doing that. You just mentioned one of yeah, yours. And uh, that's that's amazing. That's, that's what it's all about. But yeah. honestly, I think that's a perfect way to sum up what we talked about today. For sure. Yeah. 
obviously before I let Sarah go, before I let you go, let everybody know where they can find you, what you're planning for yourself in 2021. Plug yourself. Just go. Oh my God. Shameless plug. So, okay. Go ahead. Instagram at s.ballon, Twitter at Ballon Sarah. And you'll find a lot of journalistic things on my Twitter. I do a lot of yes. posting and interviews. We'll leave it at that. And then you can follow my blog, Instagram, which is at Fashionable Foodie. Yeah. Um, posts soon coming in this yeah. year. I'll make sure everything that Sarah just said is in the description. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Sarah. I'm so looking forward to your journey on your Instagram page because I definitely 100% have been telling you to get it started. But I know it takes time sure. and I want you to get started when you feel it's a perfect time for you. It's been so nice catching up with you. I just oh love you. Oh my God, I had so much fun. Me I was too. so excited for this day. Me I too. got ready for you and everything. I was so excited. I got ready for you too. You know what, guys? Oh, you look- That's a wrap. Let's run the outro. You have just listened to the Quarter Life Crisis podcast with your hostess, Shahed Mamalchi and special guest Sarah Ballin. Don't forget, you can always watch the video version on YouTube unless you already are, which is great. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow Sarah. Follow me. And if you've listened this far, let's just all say it together. Toxicity is what? Not Not cute. cute. (laughs) All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed QLC with me. Woo. Yo.